What a fucking start to the season, Curtis. What a treacherous beginning. For some. I won I won no, I won none of my bets. I got all of my spreads wrong. And you're just looking a lot better than me at this point in terms of our predictions. I mean, I'm not gonna get too far ahead of myself. It's only one week. We got a long way to go. You know, I was gonna say that I like being the underdog starting the season off. You know who isn't the underdog, though? The Minnesota Vikings. The Los Angeles Chargers. Yo, I think Randy Moss was right. Chargers and Vikings in the Super Bowl sounds like a plan. That's a crazy prediction. Are we going to fly out to Arizona this year? If that's the actual Super Bowl, you might just catch me in Glendale. Brother, I'll jump over the fucking Grand Canyon if we make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like uh who was it Bonnie and Clyde? Yeah, whoever. Whose who's dumbass did that? Who the fuck thought they could jump over the Grand Canyon? Have you um, ever looked like at some a, evil Knievel shit? Have you ever looked at a physics book? Come on. All right. First game, first game of the week. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. I'm not going to say I told you so. I was I was feeling the Steelers, and the Steelers were feeling like declawing those cats in Cincy. That was corny, but, you know, I don't know. I was very wrong. I hate you. Uh, everything, I, everything I said in the entire offseason, I was very wrong. I, I, I don't like you for, for calling me corny. No, it's all right. I mean, that would be some good shit on like ESPN or something. All the producers <laughs> would be like high-fiving when you said that. <laughs> that fucking block from Minka, that was beautiful. That that's how you fucking that's how you win a game right there. That's how you go out and put your fucking hands in the dirt and you get dirty nasty nails, but you come out with a win. I mean, I I know we talked about how good the Steelers defense is, but I there's just no way anybody saw Joe Burrow turning the ball over 5 times. Like Yeah. And still having a chance to win it and going into overtime. I mean, the Steelers' offense is just dog shit. Because the Bengals are never going to play that bad again. I don't know. It's just stupid. I'll take my L and move on. I don't know, man. I told you, man. I told you I'm not big on the Bengals this year. I'm not big on Joe Burrow. And I don't want to jump to conclusions and be like, oh, I was right. Because it is only week one. But, man, that was a fucking treacherous first game back from the Super Bowl. That, that made the Rams look good. Yeah, yeah. and that was pretty hard to do after that Thursday night game. Yeah, they got embarrassed. They got fucking flushed. Kind of like the Packers did in Minnesota this week. But we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. You got it, bro. You got it, bro. I promise you got it. Don't worry. You got it, okay? Next game. Philadelphia rolls into Detroit and squeaks out a win. Not what I wanted in terms of the spread. Um... They only won by three. The spread was, what, three and a half? Uh, yeah, I think so. But I got that win, so I'm happy with that. 
that's only the start. It was close, just like I thought. I, I thought Detroit was going to keep it close. I did not think they were both going to score 30 points. That was absurd to me. I thought Philly's defense was a lot better than that. Yeah. Well, you thought the Lions were going to win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, I was thinking more like a 20-17, to 24-21 type game. They were up there in the 30s, and I didn't know what I was watching. But, yeah. No. Again, ultimately, I was wrong with who I picked to win. That's okay. It, it got better throughout the predictions for you. For me, not so much. That's about the highlights of my fucking predictions was those first <laughs> two games. <laughs> so the next game was the Colts at the Texans. What an embarrassing start to the season for this team. I don't even want to waste any amount of time talking about this game. The Colts are fucking Sad. sorry. Sad. At least Jonathan Taylor got me my fantasy points. That's about all I care about. Yeah, they, he didn't give me the win anyways. I lost to Curtis in fantasy this week, guys. I'm not happy about it, but hey. I wasn't I'll even going to bring that up. I'll I take my L. I was going to let you slide. Hey, I'll take my L. I, I, I accept it. You've been in this shit for a while, bro. You're a fantasy savant. You're a fantasy frantic Frederick. I do this, you know. I just... <laughs> that's, that's why you do this. <laughs> um, so next game... I, we were talking all that shit about the Falcons fucking intro song and man them losing the way they did was even worse than that fucking in, that 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 song that shit was garbage i'm going to throw a quick snippet in here for people to listen to so they they know what i'm talking about cuz that shit was hot garbage Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Yeah, Jameis comes in and Jameis came, came and ate him a dub real quick. He was in pain everywhere. Pain. I can't, I can't, you know, that man is one of the funniest athletes of all time. He's amazing. I love Jameis Winston. I mean, I just, I can't even imagine being an Atlanta sports fan. I mean, and it was just week one of the NFL season. Like, they're not going to make the playoffs anyways. So ultimately, the game doesn't matter. But to be up by, what was it, 20, 25 to 10? Is that what it was before they blew the lead? Or 26 to 10? Something like that. I don't remember what it was exactly. It's just constant heartbreak for them. And they, I, I don't know. Marcus Mariota played a hell of a first half. The whole team played a hell of a first half, really. And then they just do what the Falcons do. And yeah. they lost. They were up twenty three to twenty three to ten. Sorry, twenty three. Okay, I, I knew it was something like that, but they're just. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I'm not surprised anymore. Yeah, that's like the. I, I saw something on Twitter. It was like the fucking eleventh like terrible comeback loss that they've had in the last like ten years. Yeah, I just like I said. I just I don't even know. It doesn't surprise me anymore. They've had all these different coaches, and just I really thought Marcus Mariota had them going in a different direction based off that first half. But obviously yeah. I was wrong. Well, he had them going in the same exact direction they've been going. Where it looks like they're going to win, and then they shit the fucking bed. At least it can't get any worse than the Super Bowl against the Patriots. It, it really can't get any worse than that for Falcons fans. So you guys, you know, it's week one. You keep it pushing. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, Baltimore goes into New York and does Baltimore Ravens things. Mark Andrews didn't show up for my fantasy team. I'm okay with that. Not upset. It was a little bit of a slow start for Baltimore. I thought that game was going to be closer after yeah. 
just just the way it started. But no, like you said, they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, it took them. It took them a little bit to get back into the shape of things. Um, they won twenty four to nine. They covered the spread. Um, oh, oh, yeah. So sorry, I didn't mention in the last one. I didn't cover. Neither of us covered the spread for the Saints, but we got them winning. Um, so this Jets game, who got injured on the Ravens? He's out for the year. Someone, someone got injured bad. Kyle Fuller. Oh, that's right. I forgot he even played for the Ravens. That's right. That's right. And Jawan James suffered a torn Achilles. That's tough, man. I really hope the the Ravens shake this fucking injury bug that they have. It's really unfortunate. For real, these last couple years have been crazy to see. Just the, the Ravens just can't catch a break. And to everyone out there on social media who celebrates injuries, you're actually a piece of shit and you need to stop that shit does nothing good for anybody just bad karma all around uh we both got the spread right and the win right on this uh ravens game i think Lamar this is Jackson. where my weekend started to turn around <sighs> yeah and then right when you said that is where my weekend also started to turn around uh next game was new england at miami i i was hopeful that bill belichick would come in and do bill belichick things but no that did not happen the Patriots Miami, did not like playing in Miami. They served them up a fucking sl- nice fish taco, shoved it down Patriots their throats. Fans got to go drive, or I'm sorry, got to walk out to their car and think they were going to drive home just to see that it was <laughs> fried to a crisp. Yeah, they got cooked on the field and in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I got the spread and the win wrong. You got the spread and the win right. Dolphins look good. Um, next game, Browns. Actually, let's stay on this game. How, what? What's you? It's exactly what you thought with the Dolphins, right? Yeah, I think the Patriots looked worse than I expected because I don't think the Dolphins played a great game. Like I, Tua, he didn't look bad, but he didn't do anything spectacular. I mean, he just he did enough to win them the game, which is really all we can expect or all we can wish for going forward. Um, but no, the Patriots just didn't look good at all. Just nothing yeah. about them. I was going to say I, it's more so about the Patriots looking bad than it was the Dolphins looking good because they, they looked like shit. Yeah, and that, that's pretty much all I can take away from that game is I'm not used to the Patriots looking like that. Yeah, unless Cam I'm, Newton's in a jersey playing for him. And, and like I said, I think the Dolphins are going to be good this year. But, I mean, other than Jalen Waddle's touchdown... I didn't really see anything all that impressive. Well, that about covers it. And Jalen Waddle has the coldest celebration in the NFL right now. Well, it wasn't it wasn't um a, a great game like I expected it to be, so I'm kind of upset about that. I thought it was going to be another Miami thriller, and it really was far from that. Did you see Jalen Waddle's touchdown celebration? Because it's the best thing in the NFL right now. Yeah, I played Club Penguin, dude. I get it. <laughs> it's the best. It's good. I like watching the fans do it. It's funny. Yeah, I love watching all the fat white guys wobble around. It's it's yeah. so great. Spilling their bush lights and whatnot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny stuff. It's funny stuff. Um, <laughs> next game, the Browns. Fucking who? Tom York came and kicked a seventy-yard field goal to beat the Panthers. 
that game was just so ugly the entire time. It was not. It, I mean, it didn't even look pretty looking at the schedule. Like, just seeing those two teams against each other, there's no, there's nothing, like, good to come out of that. What yeah, was the I, kicker's name? Cade, Cade York. Cade York, yeah. He was a dog at LSU. He was on those Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase teams. And he just kind of got like overshadowed because he's a kicker and it was the greatest offense in college football history. But no, he's he's really that guy. Well, it was a 58-yard field goal to win the game, bro. That's a fucking cold-blooded man right there. First game of your career. It was just like a crazy knuckleball through the wind. It was just, it was all over the place and he just drilled it. Yeah, that's crazy. What'd you think about the Browns holding it down, even though it was ugly? I thought they were going to lose. I had the Panthers winning, and I was wrong. Very wrong. I mean, I knew that their defense was just... I'm honestly surprised that it was as close as it ended up being because their defense was just too much. They just they played bad in the beginning of the fourth quarter, I think it was, when they gave up that long touchdown and really let the Panthers get back in the game. But no, I mean, Miles Garrett was going up against a rookie tackle um jacoby just had to not lose them the game and that's exactly what he did kareem hunt went crazy nick chubb played good just like he does he just steady no i mean it nothing really surprised me except for the panthers making it close late in the game well um yeah you got that game right you got the spread and the win right i got the spread and the win wrong it's a downward trend for me from here um got got the same same thing happened to me for the New England game. Uh, next game was the Bears and the 49ers. What the hell was going on at Soldier Field? Another ugly-ass game. Uh, I, I mean, I couldn't watch it. The fucking cameras were covered in rain. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was all bad. It looked like when you're on Grand Theft Auto and you're driving and it starts raining way too hard and you fucking just, like, start slipping and sliding everywhere and you're just lost blind that's really that's really all it was two young quarterbacks i mean i don't i don't know yeah the bears kept it close like i thought i did not think they were gonna win i think i made that very clear but and now you were iffy you didn't you i had to i had to pull it out of you at the end of the episode you said niners (laughs) yeah i mean i I just don't believe in the bears at all i'm i'm shocked that they won that that game. was just one of the few games this week that was like oh the underdog you know you guys sit there and think about it for a while are they gonna pull this off and then they end up pulling it off and you're like wow that's cool (laughs) (laughs) that was only one of the few where that happened um i got the spread and the win wrong you got the spread right and the win wrong um next game jaguars at the commanders both of us had Jacksonville going in there. You know, Trevor Lawrence and his beautiful locks going in. You know, just yeah, I'm I'm absolutely done believing in Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence already. Yeah, it's week one, and it's just like wow, we couldn't you couldn't yeah, pull that all, out. That's all I had to see. You couldn't pull that win out, man, against the fucking Commanders. Let's take command. Shut the fuck okay. up. Carson Wentz, a, a rookie wide receiver, had two touchdowns. I I don't know. I just Absolutely, I didn't see anything that made me believe in the Jaguars at all. Carson Wentz is a fucking Honda fucking receptionist. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute bum. And Jacksonville, that was your one chance this year, and now you're 0-17. Cope. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they'll win. They'll win one game. What did we have them at? Three wins? I think something like that. And even that feels like a stretch right now. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, so- Trayvon Walker played really good. That's the one thing I did see. Christian Kirk did somewhat good. Yeah, he had like 100 yards. I, th- I think it was something close to that, but I did- didn't really amount to anything. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to judge stats when you're losing. Um, or at least when you lose in that fashion. Yeah, exactly. So the Chargers and the Raiders is the next game that we're about to talk about, my friend. Um, boy, oh boy, did I, did I have a fun Sunday watching that game. Minus the last, like, three and a half minutes, I was having a fucking, a stroke, hoping to God we didn't pull a charger and lose that fucking game. And we didn't. I mean, really, though, when we're talking about the recap, I don't think anything surprising happened during that game. We talked about how much better Justin Herbert is than Derek Carr. We talked about how we both thought the chargers were going to win and cover the spread. I mean, Devontae Adams went crazy. I'm I'm sure I said that at some point because he's just unguardable. But so, do you think Derek Carr having four turnovers isn't surprising? <laughs> I mean, because I, I don't find I, it surprising. I can't say I expected it because that's insulting to any NFL quarterback. No, but, you're right. But our defense was, but disgusting. it's not that surprising. I okay that that was surprising. I didn't think Khalil Mack was going to play like 2015 Khalil Mack all over again. Bro, he just had to get revenge for sending him out to Chicago, bro. I would be pissed, too. I would have performed less, you know, aggressively in the Chicago Bears jersey, too. Now he's out in L.A. in the Powder Blues. He's going to be a fucking freak this year. And we were talking about how good the secondary played without J.C. Jackson even playing. Yeah, that I mean, that's a fucking highlight, to say the least, that, that we pulled that game out. I mean, Devontae Adams did his thing, but Asante Samuel Jr., he, he got cooked on one play. And, I was going to say, know, it, aside from that one play, he had a hell of a game. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't hold it against him, p- fucking guarding Devontae Adams. It's not an easy fucking, it's not an easy thing at all to do whatsoever, especially when they have Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro out there. It, it's not easy to fucking guard the best. Okay, I don't want to get into that yet, but one of the best, if not the best, wide receivers in the NFL. Anyway, and I'm pretty sure the Chargers run defense was dead last in the NFL last year and Josh Jacobs really didn't do much at all. They played a lot better when it comes to, you know, their run defense. Yeah, there was no there was no holes in our in our team whatsoever that the only hole that I saw was Joe Lombardi's play calling was a little too conservative at times where we could have just solidified the win and not had to rely on the defense at the end, but that's what this team's trying to build is trusting each other. And I like it. And it was and it was just weird with Keenan Allen getting hurt when he did. Mike Mike Williams didn't really have, I mean, he didn't really show up at all. So yeah. I mean, their their offense was just a little weird. I I think it'll get better as as the season plays out. Yeah, I think it was beautiful though watching Justin Herbert show the world that he doesn't need fucking star wide receivers to put numbers up. He threw a fucking beautiful touchdown to Andre Carter or is it DeAndre Carter? Carter. I think it's Andre I, Carter. I, I, my I'm brain not even is sure. passing me. Yeah, that's the, he's a he's a kick returner. I just know that the first touchdown of the game went to a fullback from Purdue last year. <laughs> I remember watching Xander Horvath score against Michigan State last year, and then, or I don't know if he scored, but regardless, play against Michigan State last year, and then to see him score a touchdown in the NFL for the Chargers of all teams with all that talent, I, I was shocked to say the least. 
Yeah, so I apologize. It's DeAndre Carter, and his first fucking drive, he went out there. He caught two beautiful passes from Herbert, and his touchdown, the the throw. I mean, I can't, I can't fucking tell you guys enough how much I fetishize watching Justin Herbert throw the football. It, it's just <laughs> absolutely unbelievable to watch. It's on a rope constantly, and it's fucking beautiful. That throw to Keenan Allen was absolute sex to view visually it was insane (laughs) but i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna keep drooling over that game too much we got a short week going into this week and we got to talk about that this episode too uh chargers get it done week one against the raiders we both covered the spread and the win let's go baby next game kansas city goes in to glendale arizona and spanks kyler murray this is another team I'm done with already. Fuck the Cardinals. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I felt like that from the beginning of the year. It's like they're they're usually a good regular season team, like just good enough, but it's like it's the Cardinals. They're they're pretty pop they're pretty impoverished as a franchise. Maybe I'll think a little bit differently when uh DeAndre Hopkins comes back. But until then, I saw absolutely nothing to even have a little bit of faith in them. It just sucks when your quarterback's not fully in it. Like, watching our quarterbacks, like, they're in it to win. Like, they, they want to go and play for these teams that they're on. But, like... Kyler, Kyler Murray should have went and got paid to play baseball. Yeah. He, he, shouldn't, he shouldn't be there. He's not a good leader at all. He's just a kid and his job is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a ball for millions of dollars. Um, yeah, his contract is crazy. He just got paid that much and then played like he did against a very mediocre defense. That's another thing, man, is the, the, the chiefs offense is one thing full of absolute just talent and distribution. Tyreek Hill leaving was a question mark, but now I think it's just showing that Patrick Mahomes might be better without Tyreek Hill because he can distri- he's going to be forced to distribute the ball so much more. And it really goes to show that uh, their offensive coordinator, I'm drawing a blank, Eric Bieniemy, really needs to be a head coach after this year. I mean, that, to, to perform the way that their offense did without Tyreek Hill, it's just it's unbelievable. I was so, so, so wrong about Travis Kelsey. Uh, he just they all just bawled I, just, I don't know I was just I was dead wrong about this game everything I said about it I'm excited to talk about Thursday bro I'm excited um KC goes in gets an easy dub for themselves in Arizona I got the spread and the win wrong you got the win right and the spread wrong I mean their fucking safety was kicking extra points and yeah kickoffs. I don't I don't even want to talk about it I was, I, I was just so wrong about everything yeah that was crazy that was crazy um Oh, that's a that's a that's not a great look for the Chiefs though. Losing Harrison Butker, that's tough for them. He came back in the game though, didn't he? I don't know. I maybe I'm, I didn't I'm pretty check sure the updates. He, I'm pretty sure he kicked a field goal right before half, and he he only took like one step, like it was like a short uh run up to the kick. I think. I feel like I remember seeing like Pat McAfee make a video on it or something. Oh. Oh, okay. But so I don't, I, I don't still... know what that means going forward. I it says I just, I, as I Harrison Butker back. deals with an ankle injury, the Chiefs are signing former Jets kicker Matt Amendola to the practice squad. If Butker can't go, it'll be Amendola kicking against the Chargers on Thursday night. 
which I mean, it's probably a good sign he came back into the game, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play. Let's on just Thursday. keep Justin Reed there on Thursday. I'm fine with that. Yo, I don't know about that. No, I want to watch him. He sent the kickoff through the uprights. Mm, kickoffs and field goals, different ball games that I'm willing yeah, like, to watch the Chiefs <laughs> play this Thursday. No, uh, yeah. Next game, America's game, game of the week. Curtis, I mean, what the fuck happened in Minnesota, bro? I, I don't have that much to say about this game. Everything I said all offseason, every single episode I ever mentioned the Vikings and the Packers, this game went exactly how I thought it was going to. We're the better team. We played like the better team. We beat the shit out of the Packers at home like we were supposed to do, and Justin Jefferson is that guy. That's really all there is to it. Everything I said came to fruition, and it was a joy to watch. Justin Jefferson, Randy Moss, too? Question mark? I don't know about that. I wouldn't say all that yet. That's the greatest receiver of all time we're talking about, but Justin Jefferson could be there. He's, he's the only Justin Jefferson. I just, I really hope that we can stay healthy this year and just avoid all of the bullshit and just have a chance to go out there and play with our best players every week. And I just want to see what happens. I just want them to have a shot because I, they got my hopes up way too much for week one. This is the first year where I've genuinely been level-headed and been like, man, I want every team to play and stay completely healthy. Like, back in the past, if a, if a player got injured, I'd just be like, get that trash off of the field. What a terrible, <laughs> what a terrible perspective to have. Like, that's so, it's just not fun. There's no competition in, like, wanting someone to get injured. Like, what's, what's a win really worth if, if someone gets injured and that's the reason you won? It's it's all about maturity. This is, we're just talking about growth here. Yes, yes, <laughs> spiritual and football evolution, my friends. Soon we're going to be playing two hand touch to make sure everyone's safe and everybody has a good time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, you got the spread and the win right, and I might have picked free, the Packers. Free, free money. Like I said, free <sighs> money. I let everybody know that it was free. Free money. I am not happy with my pick that game because I'll be honest with you. I was only picking the Packers. No, there's no excuse. I, I thought they were going to beat you guys, and I was wrong. I was very wrong. I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to do it, and it's clear that Aaron Rodgers, he needs someone who can catch a wide-open fucking dot right in the fucking breadbasket to score an easy touchdown. And whoever the fuck dropped that shit, whoo, might I be do losing think, their job. I do. Well, that was, his, that was literally his first play in the NFL. That was that rookie wide receiver I was talking about, Christian Watson. But, I mean, I, he's going to be fine. I just, I think it was just one of those games where everything that could go wrong for the Packers went wrong and everything that could go right for the Vikings went right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm trying not to get too Cocky ahead about of myself, it. just too ahead of myself, but no, my, <laughs> my hopes are sky high for this fucking season already. Yeah. Let's just stay riding on that train, my friend. Let's keep our hopes high until the end. <laughs> yeah. Can you share Lombardi trophies? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I guess we'll just cross that bridge when we get there. I mean, I would rather share a Lombardi trophy with you guys than lose one to Tom Brady. God, what a fucking season that would be for us to go and play the Bucks in the Super Bowl and then lose to Tom Brady. Let me stop talking right now. Let me just shut my fucking stupid mouth. 
Next game, New York football giants. Oh, fuck this game. They football it up in Tennessee. They put the football on football giants this Sunday. I'm, I'm pissed on my predictions. You and I both looked at this game and were like, what, what about this game is making us question the Giants possibly winning? And what do you know? They go in to fucking Tennessee and they take Ryan Tannehill down week one. I mean, I would like to go back and change my prediction for the Titans this season already because if you are playing the Titans, why would you not put all... Okay, let me be realistic. Why would you not put seven people in the box every single play and make Ryan Tannehill beat you? Because if Derrick Henry doesn't go out there and run for 400 yards and win them the game, the Titans are fucking terrible. God damn, brother. There, there's just no way they should have lost that game. I mean, Saquon went crazy, and I think that's partially because he's finally healthy. He's got probably the best O-line he's ever been behind in his career, and then it's partially that the Titans' defense is terrible. I mean, they're just not a good team outside of Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's the double-edged sword with Ryan Tannehill, though, is that he will go out there and win a few games in the regular season. Yeah, I've... but I think I had them winning like 11 games on our preseason predictions. I would like to change that to like fucking three. I'm just so fed up with the Titans right now. Nobody on this planet thought that the AFC South was going to start off with zero wins in it, knowing <laughs> that there was a fucking division game in week one. Not a I'm, single did, team won. That, that's, I mean, and the fucking teams played each other. Now you guys see why insane. we started our first episode of predictions for the divisions with the AFC South. Yeah, just got that dog shit out of the way right away. I mean, <laughs> immediately. Um, we both got this game wrong. Painful. Pain. Pain, because like I said, we were both like, what's going on here? I think the Giants might win. I hate that we both said it on the episode, too. I knew there was something fishy about that game, and I just didn't, I didn't have it in me to pull the trigger on the Giants. Ah, fuck it. Well, let's stick with the NFC East script and go to Sunday night. And Jerry Jones, what's going on, brother? What's, what's happening with those Cowboys? How about them Cowboys, Curtis? What do you think about this game? This is another game, or another team, I should say, that I am completely wrong on their season-long predictions, but only because Dak is hurt. I mean, if he misses, like, what, what is it, like six weeks, I think it said? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm way off on the season-long predictions, but as far as just this game goes, the Bucks are just really good. I mean, Tom Brady's just so fucking old, and he is still so good at football. It makes me sick. I mean, as far as like our our picks go for the game with the spread and who we think is going to win, like yeah, I was happy about that. But no, Julio Jones looked amazing. I hope Chris Godwin's not hurt for a long period of time again. That would suck that he just came back. But no, Julio Jones and Mike Evans is completely unfair with the greatest quarterback of all time throwing them the ball. Um. Micah Parsons is really good still. That wasn't just like a one-season rookie flash in the pan or whatever the fuck that saying is. But, uh, no, Trayvon Diggs was nowhere to be found, really. He didn't have a bad game, but he didn't really do anything that great. It just kind of went the way we thought it would. It was lower scoring than I thought, but, no, the Bucks ended up covering, so. Yeah, we both picked the Bucks cover, um, and they did that. Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. 
in his last season. This is going to be his last season, right? For sure. Who the fuck knows? He obviously doesn't like his family. He likes football more than anything. So (laughs) he's got a fucking model million dollar wife at home. Like, just go retire and just just leave the game alone. (laughs) Just lay your seed in her and just give it up, Tom. God bless. I mean, he's just been... I don't understand how anybody could be this hungry for an eighth fucking Super Bowl. Like, give it up. I know, man. He could go and just, like, regenerate, like, million-dollar offspring with his his woman. Like, all day. All day long. But he wants to go and get touched by other men. Yeah, kind of sus. <laughs> A little bit. I agree with you. Um, <laughs> Dallas, sorry about your luck. Uh... You know, those pictures that, like, before the week even started, it just said Dallas eliminated. Yo, that shit killed me. Yeah, they turned out to be, like, spot on. Yeah, it was, and like, it really scary sucks. accurate. Because, like, Zeke and Tony Pollard looked pretty good. I mean, the Bucks' run defense is really good. But those two looked like they were going to have a good year, and now it's just not going to matter. If Dak's not playing, it's not going to be a threat at all. Yeah, well game i mean besides that game man just when you thought a team couldn't look worse in a primetime game dude all the primetime games this week fucking sucked i shouldn't say i shouldn't say last night night sucked it was okay i mean just like denver just so underperformed it was terrifying yeah it was just weird for them to fumble twice inside the one yard line like they did or I mean whatever it was that's just the Melvin about to... Gordon effect for you yeah and then Javante did the same thing I don't know it was it was a weird game that they played really good like in in between the 20s and then when they got in the red zone I don't know what happened what they were over for four for touchdowns in the red zone something like that and then for them to pay Russell Wilson all the money in the world and then run the clock down to kick a 64-yard field goal to try and win the game. I think it was just brain-dead coaching, and they just lost a very winnable game. Yeah. I, I think what it is, though, like in reality, beyond the Broncos, I just think that Geno Smith might be that guy. Hey, I, he might be. Did you hear what he said? What did he say? They, they wrote him off, but he didn't write back? That's exactly what he said, and that was some of the coldest shit I've ever heard. That yo, those Seattle players know how to do their post game interviews, bro. That that was that post game interview was just like set in stone. The last thing Geno Smith is ever gonna do for his fucking career. It's all downhill yeah. from there. Yeah, you think? Yo, the bro, way it's Rashad, the Seahawks, bro. It, but and I know, and I was so I like I clowned them in the off season. But if Geno Smith is going to play good football, he has two amazing wide receivers. He's got a damn good tight end in Noah Fant now. And Rashad Penny is playing out of his mind the last couple games of the regular season last year. And then last night, I don't know. The way that the Niners looked, the way that, I mean, I don't think they're going to be better than the Rams, but the way the Rams looked and the way the Cardinals looked, the Seahawks don't look all that bad. All things so considered, saying, right now, are you saying that your your predictions 
were spot off for the Seahawks before we started the season? For this whole fucking division, I thought the Cardinals were going to be good at football. I don't know what I was on when well, I we came can't to jump this to conclusions, Curtis. They played the Chiefs week one. Well, we can't jump here that I am far. Jumping to conclusions because the Cardinals look like shit, the Rams look like shit, the Niners look like shit, and the Seahawks look good. If you keep bouncing around like this, this podcast is slowly going to turn into a therapy session for you coping with your football predictions. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, and I'm worried for your health. I could not be more happy with how this weekend went, only because of one game. Yeah, I'm excited to see that second game between these two rivals, uh, between the Raiders and Chargers and the Packers and Vikings. I, mean, I, I can't wait for us to Lambo go too, into but... Allegiant Stadium and fucking wallywop them for the real revenge from last season. Because I still haven't forgot about that bullshit and all these Raiders fans talking shit. Absolutely that was can't a, stand any of you. I mean, anyways, moving, moving forward to the next Chargers game. We covered everything, right, for this past weekend? Yeah, so I got four. I got in my spreads, I went four and 11. Embarrassing. It's my first time ever predicting spreads, so, you know. Always room for on. opportunity and growth. Don't don't try and preface it with that sob story. Tell them my record. All right. Well, Curtis has been a gambling addict for years, and so he knows about <laughs> spreads and whatnot. Uh, he he went eight and seven compared to my four and eleven. Because I do this. He does do this indeed. No, in all in all seriousness, though, I'm more than happy to look forward to this game on Thursday now. And then, um, so I got six and I went six and nine on my wins. Haha, <laughs> I did that on purpose. 69. Yeah. Nice. And you went eight and seven on your wins as well. I'll which take is, it. Which is weird because your spreads weren't the same as your wins that you won. Like you got a win right, but the spread wrong, and then the spread wrong, but a win right. And that's why you went I'm, eight and seven. I'm just a model of consistency. Yeah. Just above average. It's nice. <laughs> um Thursday night football Curtis If you guys weren't excited after that Thursday night football game last week I'll tell you what this one's going to be a real fucking game to watch I'm even more excited now after seeing how both of these teams played in week 1 It's it's it might be really ugly like being week 2 and being only on, what is it, a four days week. of rest? Yeah. yeah. So it could be weird. Not even three I'm, days of rest. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still excited, though. They both played damn good, and I'm excited to see them play against each other now. Yeah, it's really going to show who's got more uh, grit and determination. It's going to be a fun rematch from last year's Thursday night matchup. Uh, Kansas City's definitely going to want to get revenge for us beating them in Arrowhead. Justin Herbert's undefeated in Arrowhead, so that's one thing to talk about. Um, we've won, like I think, the last three games in, in Kansas City. I did, which is, I did not know that. That yeah. is news to me. No small feat, but yeah, that is true. Um, no, I think the last four. Let me check. Let me check. Either way, I didn't even know Justin Herbert was undefeated. I guess I just assumed that they lost his rookie year. Well, no, we lost week one when Tyrod Taylor went out and he went and fucking battled with the Chiefs. We, we, we lost off of a field goal in, in SoFi. Oh, that's right, that's right. But then we beat them last week of the year, which was a fucking shit game, whatever. But it still counts for something. Please give it to me. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Um, I can't see. One second. Sorry, I'm looking up to see the last time we lost to them in Kansas City. So we beat them last year, the year before. No, so in 2019 we lost to them. It was 2018 when we beat them at Kansas City. It's when uh, I mean, Mike still, Williams that, had that walk-off touchdown. I mean, two-point conversion. That's a pretty good track record playing in one of the hardest stadiums in the NFL. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I, I like that Mike Williams didn't get targeted much this week so he can go out and fucking ball in Kansas City like he tends to do. He, he puts up fucking points against the Chiefs. I don't know what it is about being in Kansas City, but that man goes up and gets it. Uh, the Raiders secondary did a really good job at stopping him. Um, once Keenan went out, they had a lot more attention to focus on stopping Mike Williams. He's obviously a threat. Um, I don't think it's a, a, a bad sign of anything for Mike Williams. I think people are overreacting a little bit that he didn't do good for their fantasy football team. Um, it was a real football game. It was a division game. You can't expect fucking huge numbers every game. Unless you're Justin Jefferson. Um, hey, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to sweeten you up so you can give me this win for Thursday. I, well, no, I, I was just getting ready to say, I think the biggest uh, mismatch of this game is the way that the Chargers throw the ball against Kansas City secondary. Uh, not having the Honey Badger is going to be a huge deal for Kansas City secondary. And even though they played great against uh, Arizona, I'm just not a big believer in the Chiefs' defense at all. Uh, is is Keenan going to play, though? I don't know if Keenan Allen is going to play. I haven't Keenan looked into that out. yet. Keenan is out. So, yeah, that's going to suck. But, I mean, like you've been saying, Josh Palmer is a damn good receiver, and Mike Williams is Mike Williams. So I mean, fuck our receivers, man. Look who's throwing that shit. It doesn't, it's like, if no, you can catch a fucking football, <laughs> throw your helmet on. Let's go. That's hey and Gerald Everett, you know, Gerald a Everett's damn a good dog. receiving tight end. Yeah, exactly. He's an upgrade from Jared Cook. Fucking dude, I don't know how many drop passes he had last year. That that is tough. That Keenan's out, but like you said, they they got a they got a good one throwing the ball. So yeah, I'm excited for this game. J.C. Jackson's gonna be back too, so that's another thing. Uh, we're gonna have J.C. Jackson making sure that Patrick Mahomes doesn't try any any crazy shit. Derwin James can play any position. Derwin James is a fucking freak of nature. He's absolutely Him, phenomenal to watch play football. I know I said this last week about Isaiah Simmons being a good matchup for Travis Kelsey. And the little bit that I actually watched of that game, I never saw Isaiah Simmons on Travis Kelsey. But I think Derwin James and Kenneth Murray are two... I, fuck, I, I think he's unstoppable. But I think those are... That's a good matchup for the Chargers when it comes to trying to limit Travis Kelsey a little bit. Yeah, our and, and our line, our line is going to our defensive line is going to put pressure on Mahomes and uh, Travis Kelsey is not going to be able to bail him out. We're not the chief. I mean, we're not the Cardinals. Our our secondary is nowhere near as miserable. Um, our secondary looked really nice without J.C. Jackson last week. I've really liked. I mean, Derek Carr did a good job at making them look good. But I think that they're. I think we have a really nice defense. I really do. I don't want to be sitting here talking about my team and you know being delusional. It's just nice to have a team that's good and be able to talk about them. 
Did you see? Did oh, I'm sorry. Did you say uh, J.C. Jackson was going to start? J.C. Jackson like, is playing. Okay, that's that's weird. That's weird to me that he wouldn't play week one and then play four days later. I think it would be smarter to just give him another ten days off. But no, I think that's why that he didn't play on on Sunday because um, this is the thing about the J.C. Jackson injury is it wasn't even an injury. He just has a bone in his ankle that is making it uncomfortable for him to play. So he got surgery removing that bone, and he's just kind of recovering from that surgery. But they're making sure it goes by like smoothly. And I think that Brandon Staley just had trust in Asante Samuel Jr. to do diligence, do his due diligence against Devontae Adams to win the game for us last week. And... um. I think he wanted J.C. Jackson ready to go for Thursday, knowing it's such a short week. I mean, from that point of view, I can understand it a little bit more, like to give him a couple extra days, especially if they're just being, you know, precautionary about it, like more than anything. And to to avoid going up against Devontae Adams in your first game back, I think that's a great idea. You know, no, no Tyreek Hill in Kansas City, put him on, you know, like Juju or MVS or something. It'll be a much better easier matchup for him than Devontae Adams would have been. Yeah, and if they need J.C. Jackson to switch somewhere else, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey's given someone problems or something like that, you don't know what what could happen. It's just nice to know that he's not recovering from Sunday's game. It's a safe And then bet. after this, they have 10 days off and then they play the Jags. So really, they have a bye week, week three. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. I don't want to jinx anything, but I think we'll whoop their asses. um i mean if you if you don't have anything else to add i can we can give our picks for how this game's gonna go oh boy i'm excited for this one curtis i'm much more excited for this in in terms of a like a a real competitive fun game to watch i have a lot of respect for patrick mahomes i may have made a joke about him in the offseason in one of the other episodes I have a lot of respect for Patrick Mahomes and what he's doing in Kansas City. I mean, it's hard not to. It's easy to make all the jokes in the world about, you know, like his family and shit off the field. Yeah, but, and, and their TikTok super boring. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, good Lord, his family does him no favors off the field. It just makes it so easy to dislike him. And then he gets on the field and he is a problem. It's, it's hard to not acknowledge And he's a classy guy. That. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, it's hard to not acknowledge that. I mean, and it's crazy. Him, Patrick Mahomes, or I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert, I was just dead wrong about both of them coming out of college. And now I just, I love to watch them both play. It's okay. You can't always be right, Curtis. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to think otherwise. Yeah. Well, so would Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, okay so question who do you like more so far looking in this season and it's hard because nothing's really changed from like preseason predictions but josh allen and justin herbert i feel like they're fighting for that number one spot against patrick mahomes to be the best quarterback in the nfl what just between those two though yeah right 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 i think patrick mahomes is leaps and bounds ahead of them right now i think like you said, it's tough to say just going off based off of one game, but the way Josh Allen played against the Super Bowl winners, I think I have to say Josh Allen. Well, I mean, in that case, Mitch Trubisky could be the MVP too. 
No, you know how I feel. The Steelers, don't even get me started. The Steelers' offense is so bad. They should have won that game by 30. Yeah. But to answer your question, you know how but I feel about in Justin that case, Herbert. In that argument, the Chargers should have won by 32. Is our offense bad? No, definitely not. But, but you we have had a, five, a, four or five no, turnovers. You, you have a proven Justin Herbert playing quarterback. Yeah, the, it was our offensive Steelers. coordinator that fucking kept that game too close. Like I said, he was way too conservative, and he should have let Justin Herbert out of the fucking cage. And I think he's going to do that on Thursday. Yeah, exactly. And Mitch Trubisky has proven absolutely nothing. Yeah, no, I was just bullshitting. Um, um, predictions for this game, Curtis. Do you? What do you? How do you want to do this? You want me to go first? No, you can go second, just because it's your team. Hmm. Okay. I like to hear what you got to say. I don't know who I have winning, but I think the way we're looking at it right now, the number's probably going to change before the game actually starts. But I like the Chargers a lot at plus four and a half. I think that is a very, very good number. I think this game is going to come down to a field goal either way. So, I mean, to get it at four and a half, I think that's that's a very good bet. I like the Chargers plus four and a half. And then just for the same reasons that I was saying earlier, I think it like being a short week, it's week two, Keenan Allen's hurt. It, it's a division game in Arrowhead. I like the under 54 and a half, even though they're both such good offenses. I just think there's bound to be a letdown just because it's Thursday night football. Kurt, I'm going to have to disagree with you, my friend. I mean, hey, let's hear it. I'm not sure who I have winning. I know I didn't specify. I, That's if okay. I have we'll, to pick. We'll lock in our wins at the end. It's no worries. Okay. Okay. Give me, yeah, give me a minute to think about it. Yeah, so while you take that minute to think about who's going to win this game, I'm going to tell you who's going to win this game. All right, let's hear it. I, I, and it's going to be the team with more points. It's going to yeah. be the team with more points at the end when the clock hits zero in the fourth quarter. Contrary to what Stephen A. thinks. And that team is going to win by more than six points. It's going to be more than a field goal. It's going to come down to that defense holding it down at the end, just like week one just like week two last year against the Chiefs. That team's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. We are going into Arrowhead and taking the division lead. Oh, wait, we're already in, the, in first place for the division because we beat the Raiders, but we're going to stay in first place because we are also going to beat the Chiefs starting out the season very strong. I like this team. Joe Lombardi's play calling week one scared me a little bit but he had a post-game interview and he said that he was conscious that he was a little too conservative at times and i love to hear the the accountability uh, the accountability from a coordinator because that's one thing that can really ruin a team is being too conservative but i i think what this team is trying to do is find a perfect blend of pro football conservatism and letting your stars go out there and play up tempo and dominate the field and dominate the scoreboard and when you have too much of one thing it can turn into a fucking a shit show so i think week one they were trying to figure out what how they they wanted to really establish a presence with our running backs which they did joshua kelly absolutely torched the raiders defense and Austin Eckler was Austin Eckler, of course. He, he didn't have a four-touchdown game or anything, so I shouldn't say he was being Austin Eckler because that's, that's about the standard I hold Eck to. I see Eckler getting two touchdowns this week against the Chiefs, one rushing, 
one passing. Um, I see us going over over whatever the the total is. What what was it? Fifty four. Yeah, fifty four and a half was the last I saw before we started recording. So I see the game going over fifty four, but I see us winning by more than six. Um, so I have us covering the spread, and I have it going over fifty four and a half points. So you like the Chargers, even though the, the Chiefs game. are fa- no, no, no. I'm, well, yeah, thanks. I couldn't have guessed that. But even though <laughs> the Chiefs are favored by four and a half, you like the Chargers to win by six. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got us winning by more six or more. It'll be a good game, but it's going to come down to our defense stopping Patrick Mahomes at the end. Where it could tie and go into overtime. I don't see it go- coming down to a field goal. Especially with Harrison Bucker and his questionable injury. Uh, Dustin Hopkins, I love him. He's a good kicker. But I think we're going to kind of hash out our conservatism from last week. And go for, go for the gusto a little more. We had a fourth and one where we went for a QB sneak. that, And it was a, it was a far fourth and one. It was like... A fourth and one. It was far. And the sneak just did not pay off in our favor. It was a very far and... It was the only thing Max Crosby did produce for their defense on Sunday. Um, that's another thing. We Our offensive line held the Raiders to zero sacks. Which is absolutely fucking crazy knowing that they just got Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. That doesn't say that their line is bad. It just shows you how good our offensive line is. Rashawn Slater is a fucking beast. Dude, Matt I was Filer, just going to say that. Rashawn um, Slater, wow. He's something else. He's really something else. Corey Lindsley, beautiful center. Uh, I, I'm not too worried about the negatives from week one. I think that we're going to focus up on them, and we're going to correct it. And the negatives weren't even really negatives as much as they were room for improvement to, to solidify a win and let our fans breathe while they watch the game. Because I'll tell you what, there was a few times on Sunday where I, my heart was racing a little bit. I'm glad that the defense came out on that last drive and just shut Derek Carr down completely. Watching him fold like a lawn chair is my favorite pastime when I'm watching football. Anytime he senses any pressure, he just crumbles, and I love, I love it. Um, man, I don't know though. What? Who do you got winning this game, Curtis? So while you were talking, I was trying to look up uh, this statistic. That I'm trying to prove my point, but StatMuse is giving me trouble right now. All I know is that. Patrick Mahomes record in September since he's come into the league is 11 and two. And I know I remember seeing he's got some crazy insane touchdown to interception ratio in the month of September. And with all that being said, I like the chargers plus four and a half under 54 and a half. And I like the chiefs to win the game. And just like I did last Thursday, I'm going to say that Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. I respect it. I respect it. I, I, I think this this game could easily go to either team. You know me, though. You know which team I'm rooting for. 
you know which team I have more confidence in. Um, I like the Chargers a lot. I like the Chiefs too, man. They look good. I respect that team. They're they're the most respectable team in the AFC West right now because they're the king. And I yeah, respect especially that. after Week One. Yeah, they they did not leave any room for question that they're still right there up at the top. I got the Chargers covering the spread of four and a half. I have the game going over fifty four and a half points. Um, I got Austin Eckler with I'll say Austin Eckler at least one touchdown if you're going to do the one touchdown thing. Um. I just and and I didn't really even plan on saying anything. It's just because I said something about Gabe Davis last week, and then he scored. I think yeah. just for shits and giggles, I'll, yeah, I'll no, say Travis fun. Kelsey it's this fun. week. It's fun to make that little prediction. Um, so let's do two touchdowns. Then I got Austin Eckler, and then I have Mike Williams scoring a touchdown. I like uh, Travis Kelsey and Gerald Everett, both the tight ends. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Okay, I like that. Um. Maybe not low scoring. Let me relax. These offenses are really good. Just under 54 and a half. Um, so final score. What's your prediction? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to say 27-24 Kansas City. I'm not sure how it'll get there. I'm not going to try and make a prediction like a last second field goal like I did last week. 27-24. Okay. Uh, I'm going to think about this for a second for the final score. I know it's not going to go up into the 40s. I don't think either team's going to score 40, but I could see I could see it being a shootout, man. I think later in the season, like the next time they play, when it's in SoFi, I think it will be. I don't know. I, I'm going to... Okay, so my final score prediction, I'm going to go Chargers 38. Chiefs Chiefs 31 That's my final prediction. All right, sounds good. Justin Herbert go out and cook on Thursday for me, brother. Everyone <laughs> listening, I hope your team won this week. If they didn't, there's always next week. And um, as long as will... they're not playing the Vikings, then you have nothing yeah. to look forward to this Sunday. Who are you guys playing? The Jets? I mean, not the Jets, the Ravens? We got the sorry-ass Eagles on Monday Night Football. Oh. So you guys are going to lose. Whoa. Why would you say that? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just uh, tickling your funny bone. Just stirring the pot a little bit? No, I mean, uh, I don't have my official predictions yet, but uh, the Vikings are going to win that game. All right. Well, you guys, thank you for listening. Predictions will come out later on in the week, probably after Thursday night. Until next time, thank you for listening. Peace out.